booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. The way this case started was wrong. A fresh a federal investigation is underway into U.S. Senator Robert Menendez of New Jersey after charges in a 2018 corruption case were dismissed. New York's Democratic Governor Hochul avoids reporters the day after she said she can't understand why criminals should be locked up during the one and only debate she agreed to. Democrats spin John Fetterman's worrisome performance during his U.S. Senate debate months after he suffered a stroke. Ahead of the midterms, President Biden goes after banks, charging overdraft and bad check fees. Aaron Boone apparently staying put as manager of the New York Yankees. U.S. Democratic Senator Robert Menendez of New Jersey is reportedly the subject of a new federal investigation, as first reported by the startup news organization Semaphore. No details, though, about this investigation have yet been revealed. Michael Solomon, the senator's advisor, said Wednesday the senator is available if any official inquiries are made. The news organization said federal prosecutors in New York had contacted people connected to the senator in recent weeks. A 2017 trial of the senator on bribery and other charges ended in a hung jury. Prosecutors didn't seek a retrial. The way this case started was wrong. The way it was investigated was wrong. The way it was prosecuted was wrong. And the way it was tried was wrong as well. Menendez is chair of the powerful U.S. Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He was previously indicted on corruption charges in April of 2015 due to his relationship with the Florida eye doctor, Salomon Melgin. He pleaded not guilty. The trial ended in a hung jury and charges were dismissed in 2018. New York's governor, Kathy Ockel, avoided reporters during a campaign stop at a neighborhood senior center in Brooklyn yesterday, stopping there a day after the one and only debate she agreed to with her Republican challenger, Congressman Lee Zeldin. Ockel's campaign directed reporters to a lobby area for a Q&A session, but then Ockel ducked out the back door. During Tuesday night's debate, Hochul stunningly said she couldn't understand why it's so important to lock up criminals. What I have proposed to work with Mayor Adams was more cops will support him with our state resources, cameras in the subways, as well as care for the people who are severely, severely mentally ill and can have an episode that can cause harm. We're taking care of this. Setting aside an election is something you want to do. I'm all about getting results, real results, not just more sound bites. Hochul ducked out the back door, heading to another event in Manhattan. A new sense of uncertainty has arisen over Pennsylvania's pivotal U.S. Senate contest. Democrats are struggling to remain optimistic about Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman's candidacy for the U.S. Senate after a rocky debate performance, five months after he suffered a stroke, during which he said he nearly died. Fetterman struggled to complete sentences, and he jumbled words throughout the hours-long event. Oh, uh, I, I I do support fracking, and I don't I don't I support fracking, and I stand and I do support fracking. Fetterman used a closed captioning during the event. His performance caused anxiety among Democratic Party leaders and rank and file voters. 
In response, his campaign set up a rally for last night and released a new campaign ad seizing on Republican opponent Dr. Mehmet Oz's comments that abortion laws should be decided partly by local political leaders. With voters weighing record inflation as they head to the polls in less than two weeks, President Joe Biden Wednesday highlighted his administration's push to crack down on so-called junk fees that banks and other companies charge their customers. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. They benefit big corporations, not consumers, not working families. And that changes now. The Bureau's guidance would make it illegal for banks to charge an overdraft fee on a transaction when a customer's account shows a positive balance at the time of a purchase or when they withdraw money from their account. Aaron Boone will apparently be back next season as the manager of the New York Yankees, as announced by owner Hal Steinbrenner. Boone agreed last October to a three-year deal with the team option for 2025. Yankee great Derek Jeter spoke to MLB.com about Steinbrenner's decision. Good for Aaron. I like Aaron. I played with Aaron, you know. And, and sometimes when you're in a situation like that, it's almost like you're in a no-win situation. And um, unless you win, right? And uh, Cleveland, of course, under Boone, extended the division series to five games before New York was swept in four games by Houston in the American League Championship Series. New York has changed manager some 21 times in 36 seasons while George Steinbrenner was controlling owner from 1973 to 2008. There's a plan down in Florida to try and speed up recovery efforts following Hurricane Ian. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has a story. Governor Ron DeSantis announced an agreement between the state and FEMA. These waivers will allow debris removal in private communities and may include removal of damaged slabs on private property. So this is not typically the way this is done. Usually that would be not eligible for this type of of reimbursement. Speaking in Fort Myers Beach, DeSantis says after Hurricane Michael, without this type of agreement, the process of debris removal from private and commercial property took 20 months. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. President Joe Biden Wednesday said that a Republican majority in Congress would cause economic chaos like former prime minister in the U.K. Liz Truss did. He made these remarks at a virtual political reception for Representative Cindy Axney, the Democrat in Iowa. Biden had said previously that Truss's tax cuts were not a good idea. Well, I I think that uh, the idea of cutting taxes on the super wealthy at a time when, anyway, I just think, I, I disagree with the policy, but that's up to Great Britain to make that judgment. The president said that Republicans, if they win the majority in the House, want to extend former President Trump's tax cuts. His closing message with less than two weeks till the midterm elections is that inflation will get worse if Republicans take over Congress, a warning Biden has issued at multiple events so far. Trust resigned last week after her policies triggered further economic turmoil in the U.K., well, Judge on Wednesday ordered former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to testify before a special grand jury that's investigating whether or not President Donald Trump and his allies illegally tried to sway Georgia's results in the 2020 election. 
Meadows, a former GOP congressman, is a key figure in the investigation. He appeared on Real America's Voice yesterday, touting a MAGA boot camp for newly elected members of Congress. We're working here at the Conservative Partnership Institute, along with so many conservative members, to say we want to have a boot camp the minute they get elected, where they come to Washington, D.C., and instead of trying to find time to find the bathroom, that we tell them what the real story is. Fulton County DA Annie Willis, a Democrat, opened the investigation last year into actions taken by Trump and others to overturn his laws. Meadows is just one of several associates and advisors of the Republican former president whose testimony Willis has sought. A new woman now has come forward claiming that Georgia GOP Senate hopeful Herschel Walker drove her to have an abortion. That, according to famed attorney Gloria Allred on Wednesday, the woman who has been identified only as Jane Doe was allegedly in a romantic relationship with the former football star turned Republican nominee. I am coming forward now because I saw Herschel deny the allegations by another woman who claimed that he had paid for her abortion. And particularly, I saw him state that the woman's claims were not true because he never signed any cards using the letter H. Georgia, one of four key swing states that could tip balance of control of the U.S. Senate in the midterms. Incumbent Raphael Warnock is facing Herschel Walker. There's a third candidate, Chase Oliver, the libertarian, running to represent Georgia. Now, Allred claimed in a statement that she would provide evidence of this alleged romantic relationship and Walker's knowledge that the woman was about to terminate her pregnancy. Walker has voiced strict anti-abortion policies. Bombshell report released earlier this month by the Daily Beast accused Walker of paying for yet another woman's abortion. A growing number of prominent Republicans are warning that former President Trump should not run again in 2024. And if he does, he will lose. Former Speaker Paul Ryan, former Florida Governor Jeb Bush and former VP Mike Pence in recent days each indicated they'd rather see somebody else on the ballot in 2024. Some of the most outspoken figures like Ryan Bush and Representative Liz Cheney, the Republican out of Wyoming, are no longer standard bearers in the party. Here's Cheney back in July on CNN. I think that uh, Donald Trump... Uh the violation of uh, his oath of office, the violation of the Constitution uh, that, that he engaged in is the most serious misconduct of any president in the history of our nation. The former president has not officially said whether or not he plans to run again in 2024, though he routinely hints that he has made a decision and regularly teases in speeches that he may have to do it again. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered drills involving Russia's nuclear forces in which they simulate a massive strike on the West. The Operation Thunder exercises come as a U.S. official has warned of troubling developments involving Russia's nuclear arsenal. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shigu said the drills, codenamed Grom or Thunder, simulated a massive nuclear strike by Russia in retaliation for an attack on its soil. Video released by the Russian military website showed armed forces personnel in front of computers launching a Yars ballistic missile. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Time for sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with the early news sports update. 
Let's get to our NBA action last night as both the Knicks and Nets took the floor. The Knicks kept their good start going with a 134-131 to 131 win at home over the Charlotte Hornets. R.J. Barrett scored 22 points and Julius Randle buried 17. But it was the newly acquired uh, newly acquired Jalen Brunson who took the Knicks over the finish line with 27 points on the night, including this clutch go-ahead triple in overtime. Reddish finds Randle. Now Brunson. Brunson, open three. Puts it in. That call courtesy of the great Mike Breen. With the win, New York is off to its best start at 3-1 overall in 10 years. And as for the Nets, they're on the other side of the spectrum to start their season as they fell to 1-3 on the year with their 110-99 loss to the Bucks in Milwaukee yesterday. No surprise here as Giannis led the contest in scoring with 43 points to go with 14 rebounds. And Kevin Durant led the way for Brooklyn with 33 on 10 of 23 shooting from the field. Brooklyn will try and pick up the pieces tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Tip-off is set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern time in Brooklyn. And on the ice, it was the Islanders handling the Rangers, that, handing the Rangers their fourth straight loss at the Garden last night in the first head-to-head meeting this season between the two local franchises. Ilya Sorokin was a brick wall. Ball for the Isles, stopping 41 shots and route to the three to nothing shutout. And in terms of scoring, Kyle Palmieri was a star with two goals on the night, including one to open the score in the second period. And over to the Diamond here, just after the season is concluded uh, for the Yankees, we didn't have to wait long for news out of the Yankees universe, as owner Hal Steinbrenner revealed yesterday that he plans to keep Aaron Boone as his manager. Boone agreed last October to a three-year deal with a team option for 2025. Here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Technology stocks stalled the NASDAQ. Meta misses quarterly targets. Amazon and Apple report earnings today. Wall Street posting its first losing session of the week. Disappointing technology and social media earnings sending stocks lower on the day. Meta shares fell in the extended trading. Facebook's parent company missed third quarter targets. Meta cut its full year forecast as advertising revenue continues to decline. And Ford Motor Company posting adjusted earnings of $1.8 billion dollars. Supply chain issues continue to affect the car maker. Ford stock slipping in the extra session. Amazon's overall earnings are forecast to decline dramatically. Inflation and inventory issues continue to affect the e-commerce industry. Amazon stock down nearly 30% year-to-date. iPhone 14 sales in focus as Apple reports today its quarterly earnings. Wall Street forecasting a 9.8% increase in sales for the fourth quarter. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 w WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures are mixed this morning. Futures uh, for the Dow. It is up 122 points at 31,994, up 0.38%. The S&P's climbed five and a half. The Nasdaq down, though, 28 and a half points. Gold down $3.10 an ounce. Crude oil at $87.73 a barrel. That's down 18 cents. The WABC Early News. 77 WABC News Time, 520. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News this Thursday morning. Well, New York City's Mayor Eric Adams says crime in the subways is actually down this year. Despite a recent string of violent incidents, 77 WABC's Bob Brown has a story. Mayor Adams is shooting down suggestions there aren't enough police officers on subway trains saying they are strategically deployed throughout the system. Those officers are working. They're doing their job and we're going to continue to 
the next level of dealing with issues like this. Adam says subway crime is the lowest it's been in years. Index crimes in the subway system right now, this year, 2022, are lower than 2019, 2018, 2017, and the last 10 years. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. A man's been arrested for allegedly shooting a 17-year-old girl. This happened inside of an apartment building in Brooklyn. And uh, police say that 22-year-old Javon Duncan allegedly shot Raylan Cameron in her chest October 10th inside of a vacant apartment in East New York. Javon, did you shoot? Did you do it? Do you have anything to say? Yes, look, look at right here, buddy. Do you have anything to say? Why are you so quiet? He and another man are the uh, suspects and uh, suspected of uh, carrying this victim from the sixth floor of that building to the lobby area where this woman was found bleeding to death. Police followed the trail of blood back to a vacant apartment in that building on the sixth floor. A nine millimeter shell casing and blood stains were found inside the apartment. Duncan has been charged with murder and criminal possession of a weapon. No motive, though, has been released. The head of the MTA says the agency is investigating the death of a young man who was dragged and killed while trying to board a train on the Upper West Side. Here's MTA chair Jano Lieber. Every loss of life in the mass transit system breaks my heart. This one, you know, is a little extra. The randomness that somebody dies who's just on the way to their job. The victim, 20-year-old Joe Ancona, he was a member of the stage crew at the Metropolitan Opera. And police say he was running to catch the number one train at the Columbus Circle Station when police say his foot got caught between the platform and the tracks. He was then dragged by the train to his death. And under investigation is if the conductor was actually watching the platform out of a train window as is required when the train pulls out of a station. More details are emerging now after a hospital patient in Homedale, New Jersey, was shot by police yesterday morning. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has more. I was just riding my bike and I heard a loud noise and I seen a lot of traffic with cars. I heard a pop with the traffic being bumper to bumper trying to get my son to school in general. He was late. Cops say the man was shot after he was discharged from the hospital and allegedly stole a running medical van from the parking lot. He then stole a second car and crashed several times on Route 35. Officials say he attempted to steal a third car. Police initially tasered him, but then shot at him after they say he failed to drop a threatening object in his hand. For 77 WABC News, I'm Alex Barnard. A woman was critically injured when a bicyclist crashed into her. This happened in Central Park yesterday. This crashed just before 8 a.m. right near the intersection of West 66th Street and West Drive. According to the NYPD, a 50-year-old man was riding a bicycle at a high rate of speed when he slammed into this woman. The incident highlighting the ongoing debate regarding the effectiveness of bike lanes Rochelle Ostrom spoke to PIX11 about the bike lanes back in July. I don't think those bike lanes are safe because they you have an intersection and they have to go through the intersection and anyone could just come around and knock you off. Police say this bikes, bicyclist uh, remained at the scene and has not yet been charged in connection with this. A 34-year-old woman is currently in critical condition at New York Presbyterian Hospital and police are continuing to investigate that crash. 
Well, New York City's bravest is getting a new commissioner. Laura Kavanaugh expected to officially be named New York City's next fire commissioner in ceremonies this morning. Kavanaugh has been serving as acting FDNY commissioner since February when former commissioner Daniel Nigro stepped down retiring. Nigro talked about his impending retirement on 77 WABC during the Bernie and Sid in the morning program. I've been proud to be the leader of this department both after 9-11 and especially these past two years through the pandemic. And I I wish them the best health, happiness. Uh, I'll miss every single day of my career in the fire department, but I have many great memories. Thank you all for what you do. Nigro appointed Kavanaugh as his second in command back in 2017. Kavanaugh would be the first woman to lead the FDNY in its 157-year history upon her official appointment. Well, no top-tier winner of yesterday's $700 million Powerball jackpot. 77 WABC's Nolan Maiden has more. It's $2 a ticket, but it's free to dream about what it would be like to win over $700 million. Pay as many bills as I could. Get ahead. Yeah. Buy a house. (laughs) Never know where you're lucky. There have been 35 drawings in a row now with no grand prize winner. Business has been really brisk at lottery ticket sellers across the city. For the early morning news, I'm Noam Layden. Well, the jackpot has now soared as of this morning to $800 million, the second largest Powerball jackpot for Saturday's drawing. It may climb even higher for the drawing. And uh, now for last night's drawing, there were five tickets that actually matched all five numbers, but not the Powerball. And those tickets worth a million bucks each were sold in California, Connecticut, Illinois, Michigan, and New York. An acclaimed director from one superhero movie universe is now going to head another that's struggled in recent years. Frank Diaz has the explanation. James Gunn, the writer-director who made the Guardians of the Galaxy household names for Marvel, will soon be responsible for the future of Batman, Superman, and the entire DC Universe for Warner Brothers Discovery. The studio this week named Gunn and veteran executive Peter Safran co-chairman and CEOs of the newly formed DC Studios. The roles will have Gunn and Safran developing a long-term plan for the company's DC Comics properties in film, television, and animation. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. And if you missed the Top 5 at 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.